Hello, Mama. This is Reaching Abundance. And today, we're going to talk about how to make the best of the COVID-19 pandemic lockdown social distancing situation. Many of us aren't used to feeling trapped, feeling separated from society, and having our kids home from school for weeks on end. In this episode, I hope to help you create a routine you love with your family, ditch mom guilt, brainstorm plenty of ideas so that no one's bored at home, and provide several resources for you to use and reference throughout this impromptu homeschooling session. Abundance is possible for all of us and is completely independent of virus lockdown or economic fragility. Abundance is a choice a mindset, and it's accessible no matter where you are in which stage of life. Welcome to the Reaching Abundance podcast, where your host, Virginia Elder, shares helpful guidance for moms around positive mindset, creating simplicity, practicing true self-care, and most of all, money management. Her financial journey toward a better life blossomed into an insatiable desire for overall happiness and abundance. Hang out with her right here each week while she ditches the taboos around women and money, shares resources, educates, and financially empowers all the mamas. When this year began, none of us knew 2020 would be the year forever remembered for the COVID-19 pandemic. But at this point, That's what it looks like. We've all been advised to practice social distancing. School districts have been closed, some through the rest of the school year, which it's only March, so that's two and a half months. Bars and restaurants have been closed in some areas, and at the time of the air of this episode, we've all been advised to avoid group gatherings of 10 or more. For me, that means friends' baby showers are being canceled. And playdates are canceled, and birthday parties, and soccer games for the kids. Our world around us is canceling and shutting down faster than anything that I've ever seen. So what does all this mean? It means we're home from work, our kids are home from school, we aren't going out to eat, and basic entertainment like playground visits, going to the movies, and sporting events are off for the foreseeable future. We are all in self-quarantine in hopes that it will slow or stop the spread of this insane virus. This also means that we mamas are in need of ideas, activities, resources, and any other coping mechanisms we can get our hands on, like now. And today, I got you, girl. I'm coming to you with easy-to-make recipes ideas for simple activities with the kids, ways to integrate learning into the daily routine, guidelines for a daily routine with the family, and even built-in breaks, because you know we're going to need those. You ready? So, let's start off with this. Think about how you felt like a month ago. Work sucked. You hated dropping off your kiddo at daycare or school and missing them all day. The weekends were never long enough. And even if those things didn't apply to you because maybe you're a stay-at-home mom 
or a work-from-home mom like me, there's still this sneaky, guilt-ridden feeling that you aren't spending enough time with your kids. That's mom guilt. As much as I do to try to convince myself and you that we are enough, it's always there, hiding, creeping in the background. So, I want to present this coronavirus lockdown as an opportunity for us. It's going to be tough, yes. And as an integral part of human nature, we don't do well with abrupt change. But if you can just take my virtual hand for a moment and step back with me, you'll see that this is the perfect opportunity to ditch some major mom guilt. We have every opportunity right now served to us on a silver platter presented by the CDC to build bonds with our kids, to play board games, and to teach them things they can't or won't learn in school. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, I want to address the fact that your kiddos are listening to you and your spouse's language, and they learn even more from your tone expressions, and body language on every subject, whether we're talking about this coronavirus, finances, social behaviors, personal beliefs, news, challenges, everything. They are not going to remember years from now why we were home like this, unless of course you remind them. But they will remember how this time together felt. And it's completely up to us as the CEOs of our household to ensure this time contains positive memories instead of pain, panic, fear, frustration, or hysteria. If you're struggling to find the right words to use or questioning how much or how little to explain, I have an awesome article that I found that will help you with that. No, I didn't write it, but I found an article called What I'm Telling My Kids About Coronavirus by Kate Bolden. And I'll include the link in the show notes so you can read the whole thing for yourself. Within this article, she awesomely explains how to be reassuring yet honest, how not to avoid the subject with your kids, how and when to say, I don't know, to listen first and to talk second, and to calm yourself while empowering your children while you're explaining about coronavirus. And of course, how to find fun in this whole shebang of a situation. I highly recommend you read it. Again, it's called What I'm Telling My Kids About Coronavirus by Kate Baldwin. It was published by CNN just a couple of days ago. So again, there's the link in the show notes so you can click on it and read the article for yourself. It's very helpful. Now, let's circle back to that mom guilt thing with me. When that awful feeling hits you, what is it that you feel bad about? What activities do you find yourself wishing you could do with the kids? Are you a list person? I totally am. I write lists for everything. So I'm going to invite you to write down those activities that come to mind that a month ago, if you didn't do them with your kids, you'd typically feel guilty. Pause the podcast if you have to and hit play when you've completed this list. For me, this includes baking together, 
reading stories, taking walks together. Oh, and my daughter is always asking me to paint her nails, which I always say we will, and then we never have time. So I'm perpetually feeling guilty there. So that definitely goes on the list. When you feel that a typical two-day weekend is too short, what is it that you wish you had time to do? Think about those things that you continuously put off. Are there any projects around the house or with the kids that you were postponing or saving for a three-day weekend? Again, write those down. For our family right now, we have a few painting projects around the house. If you follow me on social media, you'll definitely get a glimpse of them. The kids have a gingerbread house left over from Christmas. We never even opened that box. And then several science experiments and art projects they've received from birthdays and holidays that they periodically ask about. There again, I always reassure them we will do them. But probably not today, honey, I say. And now, guess what? We're going to be doing all those things during this downtime at home. You're welcome to follow me on Instagram at Happy Healthy Abundance, where you'll catch a glimpse of all these activities. I invite you to take a little inventory of activities like this. Maybe something I just listed off prompted you in some way. Pause the podcast, write your list, and come back in a sec if you have to. Okay, next, what routines or activities have you wished you could incorporate into your day or week but struggle to during the normal week? For me, I'm thinking about workouts, daily reading time, and writing. Write down these would-be puzzle pieces to your perfect day or perfect morning routine. Maybe you have a health situation and you always wished you could have smoothies twice a day, but with work that was impractical. Well, now's the time, mama. So now you've got a great list started, and it's time to turn to your family members. Ask the kids and your spouse each separately what they want this extra time together to look like. Ask them what they'd like to do, what they'd like to learn right now, and how they would like to remember this time together. Sure, depending on how old your kids are and what mood your spouse is in, you might get some ridiculous answers, but you might get some great feedback too. The whole point of compiling this list is to create a brainstorm of potential in-home activities you and your family could enjoy together. Maybe you have a short list in front of you at this point, or maybe it's an insanely long to-do list. Either way, don't get overwhelmed. I want you to use this not as another thing that will make you feel guilty, but as something to lean on when you don't know what to do. When the kids are either fighting or claiming they're bored, you've got this list to refer to. None of us know how long this lockdown pandemic situation is going to last, So really, you might actually be able to do everything on that list and more. We have no idea. The whole point of this episode is for me to share with you how we're handling this quarantine, how we're keeping our sanity, and some tips on how you can keep yours. I've included several links and resources in the show notes for free online resources, pop-up Facebook homeschool groups where people are sharing curriculum ideas, 
notes on how to explain the virus and lockdown situation to your kids, simple dinner recipes, and more. I want the next few weeks or months to be a pivotal time in your life where you can look back and confidently say, we did all right, and we really enjoyed our time together, or wow, we got a lot done. And right here, I have to pause and give a shout out to my local mom friends because they've been fantastic at sharing the latest online resources provided by the school district, keeping the positive vibes up on Facebook, and I've even seen a few live videos of them talking about what they're doing at home to cope. Now that you have your list, here's how I've looked at things these past few days. I'm really big on schedule and having a basic grasp on what's happening when. So if you think of the day as broken into 30-minute or one-hour time blocks, beginning at wake-up time and ending at the kids' bedtime, Then you just insert time for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and all you have to do is fill in the time in between these activities. You can make the time schedule as strict or as loose as you need. I've linked a free Google Doc. Make sure you save it and create your own copy to work from, but I've linked it in the show notes with each day divided into time blocks so you can begin to build your family's loose schedule. On the daily, we are focused on working in things we have to do, like work, laundry, or household chores, some educational time where we might do some flashcards, read together, or use our workbooks, some activity time where we actually get up and dance or walk or be physically active in some way, and then some veg time where we'll just chill out and watch a movie together, play video games. The second item on this list is hitting some of us mamas hard because we aren't educators. And let's just be honest, some of us have no idea how to teach our kids some of the basics. But now that school is closed for an undetermined period of time, we have to teach our kids something If you're jumping into the e-learning and homeschooling situation and looking for free resources, I have a couple of links for you. One of them is 20 virtual field trips to take with your kids. And of course, the link is here in the show notes. Another one is for grades kinder through fifth by havefunteaching.com. Per grade level, it's a downloadable zip file with all kinds of worksheets and activities that you can print out and do with your kids. And then there's also a pop-up COVID-19 homeschool help Facebook group you can join as well. And inside here, I've already seen so many beautiful posts about useful, free, fun resources that we can use with our kids. If your family usually eats out and you've found yourself overwhelmed at the thought of having to make homemade meals each night, or maybe you just are at a loss for dinner ideas, I'm posting a link here for 30 meals with five ingredients or less. I just love Pinterest, don't you? Hey mama, this episode is brought to you by Erin Condren and her collection of planners. She's most well-known for her trendy-colored and highly useful Life Planner collection. 
I've been using her petite meal planner and it took the exercises I'd been doing separately on my own to create grocery lists and plan and prep meals for the week and allowed me to have a single, organized, adorable booklet in which to consolidate my grocery list, day-to-day meal schedule, and meal prep notes, like which day to pull out chicken for defrosting and which vegetable goes with which meal. Erin's a mom of two and has very smartly designed her planners to be mix and matchable so that we can customize them to contain the pieces we need to organize our lives. I highly recommend you check out the Life Planner, her petite planners, and accessories using my affiliate links in the show notes. With Erin Condren planners, you'll be able to organize the chaos in a beautiful way while also decluttering your mind, which is why I can't wait for you to check out Erin Condren's petite planners and life planner collection. Okay, so all of these links are in the show notes. Plus, I just want to remind you, we have so many resources available to us online. Think about YouTube. I bet you can find a channel on YouTube for almost any subject for you or your kids. Let's make sure we're actually just being resourceful and using these things that are available to us. I encourage you to think, how can I blank, 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 instead of immediately defaulting to we can't just simply because of school closures, abnormal schedules, and other things that are likely to throw us off. By being creative and approaching things in a way of, okay, how can I make this work? We're going to feel a lot better about ourselves and we're going to get a lot further during this pandemic lockdown situation. Okay, so here are a few things I plan on incorporating or doing within the next couple of weeks. Some of them will be a new part of their daily routine. Some are just projects I've been trying to get to, and others are just some fun activities we can do together. First up is reading. At the beginning of the year, I set a goal for myself to read a book each month, and I'm already behind. So I'll use this time to catch up or even try to get ahead. Both kids now know how to read, so we can even pick a kid's book each day and take turns reading aloud to each other. Or my son can read to my daughter or vice versa. And the hubs is home from work too, so we can all take turns reading out loud to each other and work a lot of reading time into our schedule. We can also do quiet reading time where everyone lounges in the same room together and reads quietly at the same time. Next up is board games. We have plenty of card games and board games that we could probably play one a day for a month. It might be interesting once we get into them though, because I'm sure that some of the games are too advanced for the kids right now. So maybe the hubs and I could play those during the evening hours. That's different than what we normally do, It could be kind of fun to mix things up a little bit. So next is movies. We're definitely going to be watching a movie a day, maybe a Marvel or a classic Disney princess movie, but we're going to use this time to snuggle in fuzzy blankets and catch up on movies together. I know there are plenty we haven't seen before. Number four is writing. 
Much like the reading situation, this is something we could do separately or together, and we can choose to share what we write with each other or not. This can consist of giving the kids a little writing prompt or asking them to make up a story using their imagination. For me, this is journaling or writing up more blog posts. We can do this work during set 30-minute intervals of writing time together or separately. Number five, learn something new. Maybe a new language. Maybe how to fix something around the house that's been broken and you've been trying to get to for a couple weeks. Maybe you learn a new game together. Maybe you find a YouTube that teaches kids about coding. Maybe there's something online you've been meaning to learn about. For me right now, this could be new podcast editing tips, watching a review of a new financial app, or even learning a new Instagram strategy. Number six, fitness. Typically, I'm with you on this one. We like to blame our lack of a morning routine or fitness on the daily grind. The commute's too long. I have to wake up too early or some other version of I don't have time. Well, now that our normal is shot, we have an amazing opportunity to implement the workout we've always wanted to. We've pulled out the old T25 DVDs and have been doing yoga with Adrian on YouTube as a family. It's been really fun so far. Okay, next up is kitchen recipes. We're going to bake together and turn it into a math lesson, reading lesson, and science experiment all at once. We'll make a mess, have fun, and wind up with some delicious food. I like all those things. I like to experiment with recipes and bake, but I rarely do. So here's my chance to do it while spending time with my kids. Next up is art. My daughter loves to color and paint. My son is a little more resistant, but once we get him going, he does enjoy it. So we're going to set aside time to color together to do watercolors, or even bust out the Play-Doh or kinetic sand, and just really embrace our artsy side. Number nine, teach cleanliness and hygiene. Mmm, relevant right now? Yeah, I think so. This is the perfect opportunity to teach the kids about personal hygiene. Washing hands, not touching our faces, and covering our sneezes and coughs is of utmost importance right now. But With everyone home, cleaning up after themselves and learning some basic around-the-house chores could be really useful too. So we're going to use this time to teach personal hygiene and to establish routines around cleanliness and cleaning up after ourselves in our home. Next up is organization. Got a messy closet, laundry room, or garage? Now is the perfect time to get things cleaned out and organized. I'm in the middle of a painting project in our kitchen. It's something I've been meaning to do and wanting to do for months. As soon as I get that done, I'll move on and paint the fireplace. I also plan on going through the kids' closets and sorting out anything that's a size too small so I can shop for the things they actually need. This is the perfect time to begin your spring cleaning and any decluttering projects that you've been wanting to get to. Okay, last but not least, 
you know I can't resist bringing it all home by relating things to money. So I'm going to put budgeting or taxes on the list. If you haven't done your taxes yet, do them. If you've been needing to revamp your budget or pull your credit or learn how to budget, take the time this week to tackle that. There's no better time to look at your financial situation than when there's a level of uncertainty in the world. Reach out to me if you need help with this one. This kind of thing is my jam. Of course, there are so many more things we could list out, but I'm going to stop there. Between the brainstorming questions I asked before, my suggestions, and the resources I've provided, I'm hoping you have plenty of options for things to do with and without the kids. I also want to remind you and point out the hidden yet built-in breaks in several of these activities. If you get the kids busy watching a Disney movie, coloring, or playing a game together, you can totally zone out for a bit. It's during these moments that I suggest you take a step outside for some fresh air, get a drink of water, stretch your legs, or whatever helps you feel a tiny bit recharged. All right, Mama. I really, truly believe we can have it all through intention, consistency, and always trying to be present in the moment. This week, edge a little closer to reaching abundance by organizing the time you have with your family to include things you would usually be wishing you had the time for. Create an activity list you can refer to if there's ever a point when someone needs something to do. But mostly, just have fun. While we're all on coronavirus lockdown, the day might seem to go on forever. But stop and realize how precious these fleeting moments really are. Appreciate them. Embrace them. Enjoy them. As always, the show notes contain the links to and the summary of everything I shared with you here today. I look forward to talking with you again next time. 